The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. our Bibles open again to 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, we continue looking at God's power as seen in Christ's reign. We'll pick up our reading with verse 35 after a word of prayer. Our Father, I come now in Jesus' name, and I ask you to help our hearts today with your precious holy word. Use us for your glory. May Christ be exalted. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So we look now at the elements of this world under the control of Christ. Verse 35. But some man will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bare grain. It may chance of wheat or of some other grain, but God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him, and to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. So we look now at the elements of this world under His control. There is the testimony of the terrestrial in verses 35 through 39. We'll come across that word in just a few moments. And then there is the testimony of the celestial in verses 40 and 41. First of all, the terrestrial or those things belonging to earth. Paul brings up the objections that he expects, verse 35. But some man will say, Paul says there's going to be somebody among you when you read this chapter or have it read in your hearing, somebody will say, how are the dead raised up? Why, that would have been those false teachers. They would have said, there's no resurrection of the dead. 
And if there is, then how are they raised up? Paul had already thought of their rebuttal. And so the Spirit of God enlightening him, using him, illuminating him, giving inspiration, providing the words to write down, the Holy Ghost said, but some man will say, how are the dead raised up and with what body do they come? So the objections, they've been mentioned. So here's the observations. Here's the answer in verses 36 through 39. First of all, he says, thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened, except it die. First, you've got to die if you're going to be raised again. And what you sow, you don't sow what shall be, but you sow a bare grain, whether it be wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as it has pleased him. And every seed has its own body. And all flesh is not the same. There's a flesh of men, a flesh of beasts, a flesh of fishes, and a flesh of birds. These others don't rise from the dead, but man shall. Because Christ rose from the dead, all men will be raised, some in that second resurrection, in that second death they will experience. They'll be raised again to experience the second death. But those in the first resurrection, they shall be blessed forevermore. Now, verses 40 and 41, we see the testimony of the celestial. The terrestrial, those things belonging to earth. The celestial, those things belonging to the heavens, which are planetary. Look to verse 40. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another in glory. The difference is mentioned in verse 40 between terrestrial and celestial. They both are bodies, but there's a glory of the one, and there's the glory of the other. The difference is manifested in verse 41. Look at the sun. You'll see glory there. Look to the moon. You can look quite a bit longer here, and you'll see glory there. Look to all the stars as they twinkle and sparkle, dotted throughout the black canvas of the midnight. And what do you see? You see the glory of God in the stars. You see the glory of God in the moon. You see the glory of God in the sun. Yes, the heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech. Night unto night showeth knowledge. The celestial has a glory. The terrestrial, this earth, the mountains, the valleys, the rivers, the streams, the earthly things, the things belonging to this globe also have their glory. So the testimony of the terrestrial, so the testimony of the celestial, but then there's the testimony of the eternal. Look now to verse number 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised 
in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. We see the contrast. We see the testimony of the eternal. There is the natural, and there is the spiritual. There's the eternal body. There's the corruption, natural. Incorruption, spiritual. Dishonor, natural. Raised in glory, spiritual. Weakness, natural. Raised in power, spiritual. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. The testimony of the eternal continues. Verse 45. And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. And so in this testimony of the eternal, we see Adam as terrestrial. We see Christ as celestial. The first man is earthy. The second man, he is the Lord from heaven. The first man was natural, Adam. The last man, spiritual, Christ, a quickening spirit. Back to the scriptures, verse 48. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit in corruption. Flesh and blood, that which is natural, will not inherit the kingdom of God. It must die that it might be raised a spiritual body, or else in the rapture, which is the next section of this chapter. And so we see God's power as it is in Christ's resurrection, as it is in Christ's reign, and as it is in Christ's return. But for now, we don't have time to get into that part of the study, so I'll briefly run through the outline, and then we'll look at the exposition together next time. We see, first of all, the mystery is revealed, verses 51 through 57. And then there is the ministry that remains, verse number 58. We shall all be changed, 51 and 52. We shall all be clothed, 53 and 54. We shall all be crowned, 55 through 57, with virtue and with victory. Verse 58, we see what we should know and what we should show. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. 
And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.